0: Boom, 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 boom. Boom. Hey yo, mm. <laughs> Griselda, the butcher's coming. I'm uh, scared. <laughs> what yeah, would she do? Right, everyone's going to be confused right now. So, welcome to Media <laughs> Nest. <laughs> welcome to episode nine of Media Nest, I should say. Lovely. The podcast where we discuss films and albums. got it right this week Mm. at least. Films and movies. Films and movies. movies. I swear (laughs) you were the only one who noticed that Brad. If you didn't tell me no one would have (laughs) known. Okay so this week obviously I am joined by Dylan. Hello. And Brad. Shop. Shop yep. And this week we are going to be discussing Dylan's film recommendation which was 2019's The Lighthouse. And my album recommendation, which I gave you a little snippet of in the introduction.
1: Oh, was like you. (laughs) I thought that was the album.
0: Oh, no. I just started playing a recording, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that is Griselda, What Would Sheen Gun Do? Also from 2019. 2019 episode, this one.
1: Okay, so Dylan, if you want to
0: introduce our
1: film this week. So, like you said, this film... 2019, The Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers and starred mm-hmm. Patterson and Willem Defoe. Um mm-hmm. yep. yeah, so this Lights. movie, uh so Brad, you'd never heard of this movie? That's I'm great. guessing. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um Adam and you'd watched it, right?
0: Uh I've seen the film before, yeah, but I must admit that. The film was released in the US in 2019. Yeah. But for yeah. some reason, it was distributed in the UK, like, way mm. later. And you could basically not see it. Because I wanted to see it in the cinema. So let's just say I, I watched the film by yeah, other means. fair enough. And it wasn't, it wasn't the best quality. Taut. And uh, obviously, with a film that is entirely yeah. black and white and, like, one by one ratio it was quite hard to see a lot of the film and mm. understand what they were saying when I first saw it. So I always really wanted to watch it again. So I was gasping. There we go. Suggested so
1: it. I had mm. heard of this movie through my, my mate. So um, me working in a cinema, my cinema actually played it, which is shocking. I know. Oh, yeah. So um, we, ha- well, my friends had the full experience of watching it in the cinema. And I can honestly yeah. say I'm very jealous very jealous
0: yeah yeah Yeah, because that That would have been incredible yeah
1: this movie without spoiling too much of what i thought about it it so it's filmed on black and white film and Mm. as you said it's a one-to-one aspect ratio so it's basically a square
0: pretty much
1: it's it's basically a square on the screen
0: yeah it's it's completely unique in that as well like i've never seen a film that looks like yeah
1: um so they apparently they did that to to kind of create a kind of like a claustrophobic feel to it so um mm. but yeah so i was i've heard a lot from my friends saying that this movie is a must watch now mm-hmm. a few of them loved it as in like loved it and a few of them yeah. had to watch it uh, more or even twice more to kind of absorb it and it's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a movie that's more like what was that movie we watched with the french one
0: uh, climax.
1: Yes, yeah, so I feel like it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like climax in the sense that it was a very artsy movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's let's just let's just start off. Brad, you've just watched this movie. Okay. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: You've sat there. You've just watched this movie. What are your yeah, yeah. thoughts running I'm through your head? <laughs> what yeah. <laughs> for what are your <laughs> thoughts directly after watching this movie? I
0: mean, bear in mind, me and Brad watched this film together. Mm. And obviously I could gauge his reaction a little bit. So I'm Mm. not entirely sure what to expect right now, but I've got an idea.
2: So what was the runtime on this film?
0: Hour and fifty minutes. Hour fifty, yeah. It was about hour fifty, yeah.
2: Right, it's not bad. I checked the film. Right at one hour eleven minutes. Right, Absolutely. I remember that exactly because I was specifically wanted to know what time I was looking at this film. I felt like I've been watching this fucking film for four hours at that point. <laughs> right, really? Oh, Jesus Christ! It's so fucking boring.
0: Oh, I'm we've sh- just been cancelled. There it, we go. <laughs> <Yeah, because
2: laughs> this film is so <laughs> apparently boring. We like, got to okay.
0: episode nine, here we go. No, I'm not <laughs> even run. joking
2: you, right? So I was, right. the first the first 10 minutes had me intrigued, yeah, right? Yeah. Because there was a few weird, th- it introduced some weird stuff immediately. There's logs floating in the water, there's a body, you're like, all right, cool, this is going to yeah. get interesting. And then yeah, yeah. for the next hour, nothing <laughs> fucking happens. Literally Debatable. nothing happens. He Debatable. cleans a little bit, right? You see him having a couple back and forth, and then he eventually feels like he's gonna have a couple drinks, right? For mm. and the whole hour of this film, nothing happens. <laughs> All it is, I, I will say, I will say, right, right. is that the acting between the two and the chemistry is oh, very good,
0: incredible. Okay? Right? I especially, very especially good Willem
2: Dafoe, it. right? Yeah, Willem Dafoe in yeah. in this film was incredible. Okay, right. Bro. But, right, the plot line was fucking poor. <laughs> wow. Let
0: me let me just follow up on that comment on Willem Dafoe as well, right? Yeah. Willem Dafoe, this was the role he was born to play. He is oh, genuinely God. incredible in this. Like, this one is... of my favourite acting performances, because he's, he's literally, yeah like, perfect for it. He is perfectly cast. And he... He was snubbed, like, right? he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for his performance in this. Unbelievable. He 100% should have been nominated at
1: least. It just
0: fucking amazing.
1: The the entire, so, especially Willem Dafoe, but both of them. Yeah. It, it is the most, some of the best acting I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd it's agree with that. so just raw, like, the entire time. It just feels like they're not even acting. Yeah, it was incredible.
0: I mean, if you, read, if you read some of the backstories, it, pr- it pretty much wasn't acting because they yeah, were actually yeah. just on the lighthouse in yeah, terrible got... conditions, mm. freezing themselves to death. So, Brad, you might not know this, this, but Willem Dafoe decided to just like live in a cabin on this island during mm. like a fucking torrential downpour. Just yeah. To like get into character, basically, he turned into that character. He was yeah. That's that cool. Character. That's
2: great. That's fantastic. It was amazing. I, 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 the character <laughs> performance was good. I just said this. Mm. Was... No, no, no. <laughs> Just a mean, backstory for this.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that um? So that this island exists, right? Yeah. And all the buildings were built purposefully for this movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like the the set, the the lighthouse especially. They built a scale lighthouse, an actual big ass lighthouse for this movie right yeah so in all the scenes where there's like torrential rain and all of that all of those scenes there, there was no like water or like wind machines it was them yeah. in sub-zero conditions in a storm filming this movie mm-hmm. which is <laughs> yeah. insane I, I yeah like you said Adam this almost wasn't acting it was just them gen- genuinely being the characters yeah.
0: It was just pointing the camera at these two guys who had just like become eighteen hundreds lighthousemen.
1: You know, it's fucking insane, absolutely insane.
0: Just quickly on that point, I I understand that Brad says nothing happens for the first hour of the film. Like, he's kind of right. He's kind of wrong at the same time. I mean, nothing happens. It depends what you see it depends as on You could say yeah. they're
2: building character, but the character development was so boring. I wouldn't even say no, that they're building I character. They're...
0: I disagree there. Yeah. From my point of view, the whole film, I'm not bored at all. I am captivated no. by, I was by not these two characters.
1: I was sat there, just yeah. like mouth open, catching flies, just yeah. fucking in awe of just what they're building. Like, you can just see the descent into fucking chaos.
0: (laughs) Into madness. Yeah, but honestly, if you're bored during those dialogue scenes, then I can understand that. But for me, from my point of view, every single time Willem Dafoe was on screen or there was like some weird shit going on, I was just loving it. I was completely like entrenched in the film. Like, I didn't even know what was going on outside. Let's just discuss,
2: though, right? How much weird stuff actually happens? Yeah. A lot. There's not I mean, that much that goes lot. on. There's not that much that goes on.
0: The thing is with this film, right? I think it's important to know early on that this film mm. is not traditional at all. It is not completely a, different to any other film, right? And mm. to me, the film can be taken either as completely literally like two lighthouse men yeah. on a rock going mad. Yeah. It can be taken that way. Or there's loads of different pathways. They, the film yeah. could be leading you in
1: yeah you can let the film lead you however you want yeah. it to lead you yeah
0: it's it's interpretable and up to me I was constantly thinking like especially on first watch first yeah. watch I was like I have no idea what's going to happen next yeah and it was like is are they the same person is one of them real is one of them not real have they been on this island for like two days have they been there for two years yeah I was literally the whole time just thinking what is happening, what is happening. And that didn't bore me. That kept me entertained. Bro. I Honestly. feel like that's
2: kind of the purpose of the film is just to have you have more questions at the end rather than answers. Oh, God, yeah.
0: yeah. So 100%. Actually, on that on that point, Brad, the, the director did actually change the script from being a bit more easy to understand so that it was <laughs> yeah. more confusing and yeah. interpretable to the audience because he didn't want it to be cut and dry.
1: Mm. Also... Along with that point, like, even the ending, so obviously spoilers, but the ending where he manages to to climb up into the lighthouse. Mm. So they purposely wrote nothing for the script for what he was looking at. There's Mm. nothing, there is no answer to what is up there and what was so fantastical about up there. Yeah, It's just everything is open to however you want it to be. Which yeah. I enjoyed because the entire time, uh, in my mind, I was creating more in the world. Do you know? I was yeah. world building in my head. No, that pissed me off. I
0: agree. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now, to be fair, I thought as soon as you suggested this film, Dylan, because yeah. this is this is a film that I've seen previously and I loved it first time I watched it. I, I like yeah. your friends. I genuinely thought it was a masterpiece. Yeah. And I've I've got some different opinions that we'll get into after anyway. But yeah. I was not going to suggest this film to you two because <laughs> it's it's so weird and it's so it's not that it's weird, polarizing. What? No, it is. It is weird. It's not it is. It really it's completely it different to any film, other
2: film ever made. In my opinion, this film doesn't go anywhere near far enough.
0: The, see, that's that I'll get onto that. I'll get onto that, Brad. But just quickly, right? I would not recommend this. To the majority of people, yeah, because I it's not for could the majority assume of people. that Brad would find this boring, you know. Yeah, and I can understand a hundred percent whether people find this the most boring film in the world, or yeah. this film is the best film ever made. It's like one of them films. Yeah, it's very divisive.
1: Very divisive. Like we, I watched this with uh, my roommate and my girlfriend, and mm. Danielle hated it <laughs> yeah. she was there bored shitless mm. and at yeah, the yeah. end she was like oh like. is that is that it yeah, literally. yeah but for me I was like wait is is that it like I wanted more yeah. like I wanted it to keep going it could have gone for another hour and I'd have been happy I agree no,
0: I agree I with died. Dylan here. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised how much you enjoyed it
1: though Dylan so am I yeah genuinely <laughs> it's one of those things where so, again, like um, again, that French movie. I keep forgetting its name. Climax. It's like, like Climax. It's one of those movies where you either get it or you don't. To so yeah. me, it had more and relation me, to Cl-
2: Possum than anything.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, it did yeah.
0: remind me of Possum as well. Very actually,
1: pos- yeah. So, again, like Possum, it's either you, uh, you just hate it or you mm. love it. And for me, I don't know what it was. It definitely helped the fact that those two... Acting in it was some of the greatest acting I've ever seen
0: definitely yeah uh, d- Honestly, to me what Brad is saying though, the film would not have worked at all without them. with anyone do. else, like imagine right. replacing willem Dafoe he's so he's no. so captivating those dialogue scenes might have been boring. If it wasn't Willem Dafoe. But every single thing he said, he, I was oh like, can God, we at tendons? least agree that
2: although Patterson's performance was all right, it was good, right? Dafoe definitely carries him in Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Not carries. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't say carries.
1: carries. Carries. I wouldn't say carries. Carries. Carries not that carries. far. Nah. He held his own. He definitely held his own.
0: He held his own against Willem Dafoe. But Willem Dafoe but when is you're unbelievably yeah. good.
1: Yeah. It, honestly, it's like if you're watching a football match, of, like, Celtic versus Barcelona. Like, you, yeah. you can appreciate Celtic doing bits, but Barcelona are just fucking, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like comparing Messi to any other football player. It's like, yeah. he's doing his best to keep up, but Messi's still going to be the best.
2: Honestly. Okay, right. But can we also talk about Robert Pattinson's 17 different vocal performances?
0: No, it wasn't. though. see, Brad brought this Bro, up I while we were watching changed... the film.
2: No, he changed his voice he like didn't seventeen change times. His voice. So his was like that the no, whole time. I swear to weird. you, no, I swear to you, his voice changed on so many occasions. I didn't know what accent he was trying to do in the end. It
1: no. wasn't changing,
0: though. It was just it was like that the whole time because I the director his told him. Really good. Him, the director was no. using like accent coaches and like old books from that time, yeah. and he was like spot on for. Like an eighteen nineties at first I thought yeah, he was trying to be Irish It was a new
1: it was a New England accent. Yeah.
0: It was like a, a like a bit Bostony and a bit Canadian. Yeah. If you went yeah. there, it'd probably sound that fucked up anyway. To yeah,
1: like honest. Rhode Islandy kind of. I but found not. it
0: a little bit distracting at the beginning, but once you get into that character, I completely forgot that he even had an accent. I was just like, this no, is a real
2: that
1: person. Played on me the entire film. Really? That's
0: fair enough. I think enough.
1: the accent was—it kind of just added more to it for me. No,
2: I feel like he did a really good job with that accent.
1: Wow, I, fair I, enough. I remember watching this and thinking both of their like voices are so spot on. That's what I yeah, thought. Nah.
2: Willem Dafoe, right? The, his his portrayal, his voice, everything, right? Yeah, I'd give that a ten out of ten. He got robbed because right? you of literally awards. cannot fault him. Absolutely, right? he uh, yeah, got robbed of the awards. But I mean, it's just Robert Patterson does good, but the accent annoys me. Like, I just I couldn't get past it. Fair like, enough. He's, he's changing his voice every time I hear him talk. I don't agree with that, I, but that's I fair. I disagree,
0: enough. but that is fair, yeah. But yeah. also, here's the thing about Robert Eggers, right? Because it's important yeah. to talk about him as a director. Yeah. You two have never seen his debut film, The Witch, have you?
1: I have. No. Oh, have you seen? The Witch? I have seen The so Witch. So, this
0: is basically his niche. So yeah. what he likes to do is he likes to film like stuff in an old style where people use time-specific yeah. dialogue. So I think in The Witch it's like the, like the Salem Witch mm. period. So I think it's like the late yeah, yeah, 1600s, or yeah. whatever. And they speak with that specific dialogue. And, specific and it's
1: fantastic. Accent.
0: And obviously in this it's like they have to speak like
1: yeah. and like Houseman. With the colloquialisms and all that kind of stuff.
0: I feel like if you go into this film expecting a no. normal film, then you're either going to find it terrible or just be massively confused on what yeah. the fuck's going on because the witch is the same. I've like spoke to people who've seen the witch and they say it's the worst right. film ever made. And then like me and a couple of other people are like,
1: I I would just like to interject far. that I do not like the witch. I thought this is Fair yeah. Enough, that's like the this. thing. That's yeah. what's confusing me about this movie yeah. is the fact that. I should like the witch but I don't. I've watched it I think twice That's as right. well. Mm. Cuz everyone says it's good but I think this mm. th- this is what is second directorial second d- unbelievable.
0: Film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. On that point actually right. Can I just ask yeah. Brad? Oh.
1: Okay. Cuz
0: you you've said you found the film yeah. boring 100%. Right? Did you at least find the film like well made? well crafted yeah i wouldn't
2: i wouldn't say it was badly made uh like i said it was just like this. so at the start you got the weird shit that kind of happened some of the weird bits that happened you got the logs mm. in the water you got a body in there there's the mermaid he keeps yeah, trying yeah. to fuck right <laughs> and right you're like I right, cool yeah he's doing his thing there is mermaid sex and then yeah. for ages <laughs> ages that feels like an eternity right there is nothing that happens and then towards the end you get a little it, more it stuff does angry. happen it doesn't, though stuff nothing happen. happens literally it nothing
0: does. happens you've got the you've got the beef with the seagull yeah. you've Come got the wanking on. you've got the octopus shit you've got Honestly. the storm coming in you've got the missing the ship and then like a day okay, later okay right just to so right. like, it's been weeks the, the, since
1: storm, yeah. the storm
2: was as predictable as you could get in a film right
1: yeah, well, that's because it's because he caused the storm. Remember, uh, he yeah, killed was... the bird. The bur- killing a bird is bad. Wait, luck.
0: What do you mean, predict- it predictable? Like,
1: it was like, oh, look, you're going even... home today. Oh, wait, no, that you're wasn't not. Even There's a in
0: script storm. that wasn't even in the script, though, Brad. The fucking storm just happened and they decided to film
2: it. Yeah, no, but come on, you're what? So, you're telling literally. me that at some point in this filming, they were like, oh, he's actually just going to go home.
0: No, I'm just saying they literally. Didn't plan out the storm. It was just a real storm that happened. Yeah. In the film it, but like the, the you cannot say the film is predictable. Yeah. The and also you, you knew death, there is no way it's predictable.
2: You knew at least one no. person was going to die as well. That that was it. That was predictable.
0: I feel like you're just looking at the by the numbers plot what it is on paper, and you're not considering any other alternatives. Like Such you're as... like, oh, it's predictable. There's a storm, but like. Why is the storm there? Because he fucking killed a goal, and you don't mess with goals because they're the spirits. Yeah, of and he already sea- told him earlier moon, in the film, right? "Oh, Sailors.
2: don't fuck around with goals; they're a bad yeah. thing."
0: And then at the end of the film, right? Spoilers: the goal is chewing on his liver, which is a uh, basically a redoing of uh, what's it called? Um, Prometheus, the Greek town yeah. of Prometheus, right? And that goal is missing an eye, and the old. Lighthouse partner was also missing a night.
2: Yeah. So there's yeah. little
0: hints going on.
2: But also, you were just right. saying,
0: oh, it's predictable because one of them died, right? But that didn't happen until like two minutes or so. End the, of the,
2: film. the ending scene is fucking stupid as well. How? Right. <laughs> How is Okay. It so before okay. the scene so beforehand, it, right? It, he falls down a lighthouse staircase, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. He is fully clothed at that point. Okay, yeah, right. there is no way he rolled all the way fucking out of the lighthouse, unclothed himself, and then decided to sit on a rock to be eaten you're to thinking death by too literally. No no, you are thinking
1: too literally.
2: no, 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 no. Here's, here's what you're doing go, you're thinking go. too fucking out of the box artistically, potentially, right? Potentially, potentially
0: but yeah, that is what the film has. That's what it allows. Has those elements in there,
1: I feel like the film allows you to interpret it more. For yeah. example, here's what I thought I thought he fell down, he's obviously tried to. Get up, save himself. Decided he was going to kick his shorts
2: of... off and pull his wang out. Yeah, no, For like but the like time in he's... the film. By the way, I also Maybe... read about this film. Right, that they actually had a scene where they showed his penis. Yeah, yeah but they just got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, they were so, very I think... wanted to get that penis out. Let's just say.
1: Yeah, but no, I think so. He fell down the lighthouse. He's probably he's he's still knocking about. He's tried to get up. He's tried to get, tried to get back into the house he's tripped or something fell into the water got washed up kind of and he's just getting eaten alive that's what i think that may have and taken some hours point, even a day his clothes that, that like, final it was...
0: shot that final shot is entirely metaphorical it's yeah. not actually happening because he sees the light okay so the story of prometheus is that he steals the light from the gods and then he's punished By birds out his liver. And then it resets every night. And that is his eternal torture. Yeah. I feel like the whole film to me. Is in Robert Pattinson's head. I feel like. None of what is happening. All the weird shit. The mermaids. It's all just him finding clues around the lighthouse. And he's just acting on those. Because he's just going insane. That makes sense. He has the mermaid. He finds that on his first night. He finds the mermaid doll. And then. A few scenes later, you don't know how much time has passed. Because that's another thing with this film. Time passes and you don't time know what day matter. it is. Because like, yeah. Willem Dafoe keeps trolling him by saying, like, what day is it oh, today? Has it been, days? Has it been Weeks? days? Weeks? Months? Mm. And he's just, like, completely confused, right? And you're confused with it. But, like, he finds that mermaid. And then next scene, he's, like, wanking over a, a real mermaid. Then he's, like, having sex with a mermaid. And he's, like, paranoid about the light because Willem Dafoe won't let him see it. To me, the film could be interpreted as just all being in his head. Yeah. none of it's real. So, like, when you're questioning the final scene, like, oh, how could his clothes fall off? And then suddenly he's getting eaten by a crow. That's only if you're thinking about it literally. Yeah. Because, like, that wouldn't make sense, obviously. But a lot of the film doesn't make sense on purpose. And maybe potentially. I'm giving it too much credit.
1: For, but see, what, what you've said there, potentially what's happening is that all the weird shit is just in his head. And then all the normal shit is just happening.
0: Yeah, but then even the normal shit is weird. Like, a lot of the dialogue yeah. between the two doesn't really, like, make sense on a, a real level. Like, the spill the beans thing. And then scenes later, spill the beans is still, like, echoing through the thing. And you're like, what the fuck does spill the beans mean? And then, obviously, yeah. from that point on, the film is when he turns on Willem Dafoe and starts like fucking trying to kill him and going completely mental. Yeah, it could just be him going insane. Like you don't know. Mm. You never I mean, know it
2: what's going happening. I mean, he's clearly lost his mind from the time he started fucking a mermaid. So I mean, yeah. But then also, you know,
0: <laughs> to me, I don't know if Robert Pattinson is real or if Willem Dafoe is real. Which character you're meant to be following, and who's yeah. actually telling the truth? Because they're both lying to each other and like scenes just sort of go into a next one and you're just they're like Wait, both why insane. are we here now they might both not be real none of it could yeah. be real that's the thing
1: They must both just be figments of someone's imagination who fucking yeah. knows literally
2: yeah look this film for me was too pretentious for its own good so that's fair
1: enough that's fair. fair enough I, I completely like that's fair that yeah. is fair, because honestly, if I would have watched this film maybe a year ago, I'd be in the exact same boat as you. Mm. I feel like it's, it is a wanky film. It is a very yeah. wanky film.
0: It, I, f- I feel like it depends on what you get out of movies like this, because I like a thinker. I like to be thinking Yeah. during a film, like what's happening now? Where, what, yeah. Could it be this? Could it be that? Could it be this? But if you look at it just as that literal two sailors going insane, then it might oh. be boring.
2: Right? That's literally all it is, though. It's not all it is, though. It is. you've got loads of
0: stuff in there. That's literally
2: Let, all it is. I it's two sailors going insane on a this. rock. Yeah, but that's... If you look at it that way, but you can always look at it loads of other ways. No. That's that's people just... No, that's just people being like, oh, look, this film is so much more than that. It's about death. It's about characters. It's about the mind. It's fucking brilliant. I'm just like, it's about two dudes. You go fucking crazy on a rock. That's all this film is.
1: Nah, I I would would like to agree?
0: Would you not agree, though, that the film is interpretable? You interpret it as just being that, but you're telling me there's no elements at all in there that can be interpreted as something else.
2: That's a note. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. That's all
0: I've got to say. See, my criticisms of the film that I didn't pick up on the first watch and was, like, more on the second watch is kind of slightly towards what Brad's saying, and that is I wanted more. So, basically, yeah. this film, you can tell, is heavily inspired by David Lynch. All of the weird, like, surrealist stuff and the... yeah you don't entirely know what's going on. That is, that is very David Lynch, like Twin Peaks, you know? But, yeah. I wanted it to be weirder, because second time around, the first time I was making all my different interpretations, I was like, ah, oh, what if Willem Dafoe's not real? What if they're the same person? What if it's about yeah. alcoholism? All of this stuff, right? Second time, it did seem like that was me projecting my thoughts on it a bit too much. And as yeah. Brad said, like, Okay, you can, I know i argue it, but you can see it as just a standard there on there going crazy.
1: Mm. And
0: to me, I would have preferred if it just went completely insane. And yeah, see, that's yeah. what I like would have preferred.
2: Because uh, what, yeah. what if we had like a mermaid come on scene with like a shotgun and start shooting up the house? Now that would be more interesting.
0: I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that, but I know
1: what you're saying. But I, just go, if you're going crazy, go balls to the wall. Is what you're saying. Just make it so it's almost too much. Mm.
2: So I like the part where he is having dreams about some weird shit. I was like, that's cool, right? We should have seen more of that, right? Mm. Yeah. And then also, like some of the weird things that were happening, but they replayed them a couple times throughout the film. They didn't develop new ideas, right? That's kind of fair, yeah. So for me, it didn't go anywhere near far enough. If there was like when he was like pulling coals and like going up the rocks or something, and you saw some other weird shit, like it would have been hmm. far more interesting. What if like the last person that was on the island started walking around and he was like what the fucks he doing here? That would be more interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. No, they, that Agreed. is how I agree, but I feel like we're on like different levels of that because you're like completely like nah this, yeah. this was not that good. Whereas no. I'm like it was a slight detraction from me where I would have I would have liked a bit more leaning towards the surreal side. Whereas on second yeah. watch it did seem there was interpretable elements but also it could have been more there definitely could have been more stuff
1: bit too tame is what yeah
0: and also it's difficult to put this in a genre because it's listed as a horror
2: film
1: i it's not a horror yeah
0: it's not really a horror film it's a psychological drama i guess
1: i yeah it's definitely not a thriller so it's (laughs) not a thriller it's i yeah psychological drama sounds about right but even, even then it's...
0: i would have appreciated more horror like more horror elements you could have really played up the isolated on an island weird shit
1: happening it's like no, seeing of the shit film was scary. hearing shit yeah yeah joe one more yeah.
2: thing i want to say about this film as well during some of the very long dialogue scenes right mm. it felt like a play
0: yeah, yeah, but also I love them scenes. They were like my favourite scenes. I, I mean, yeah, like, there I was, was with... one
2: dialogue scene, right, where Willem Dafoe was going off on one, like Sparrow smells like fucking nonsense Bro. for a solid 10 no, minutes. No, right. right. Without even Robert Pattinson <laughs> even saying anything. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, cool, he's going to get to the point eventually, right? And then he's still talking. And then I'm like, no, I think gonna I know, who... it. it's going to end in it's, a second. And I'm like, like so... he's, curse he's on him, yeah. still talking. Right? That scene, right? And then I'm right. like, actually, no, surely in two more minutes, he's going to be done. Still
1: talking. Right. <laughs> That scene was filmed once, right? They filmed it once in one take mm. and the entire time, I think it was 2 minutes 40 seconds or some shit, he did not blink.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the
1: yeah, entire scene. He also didn't
2: shop. I swear he didn't breathe either.
1: I think that was fucking fantastic. Yeah. He just was spitting bars for days. <laughs> he was going off. I feel that's Intent- like where oh, we differ me. from Brad
0: because yeah, he yeah, was some bored West Side during Gunner that clips. scene. Yeah. I was on, I was on the edge of my seat. I was honestly, like, um, like he went so too far. <laughs> I don't know how you could be bored during that. It I got was me just
1: well, like, honestly, what the fuck? Like he's awe. cursing you with the fucking trident of Poseidon or some shit. Yeah. Also, Brad,
0: fucking... Brad's mentioned to me after that scene. He was like, "Did this man really put a curse on him just because he didn't like his cooking?"
1: Yeah, like...
0: <laughs> absolutely. I just basically ignored him because yeah, that's pretty much. on. <laughs> but that's why it's... the film is funny. I mean, that was well. fun. Like that's not like yeah. So the, the thing is, so funny. this
1: film was <laughs> yeah, um, it was more comedic, but they they put elements like like music and little like sounds and stuff here and there to make it yeah. more of a a serious kind of film. So there was funny moments where you could laugh in some situations, but they make yeah. it so it's a bit more dark, a bit bristly, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel like you're not meant to take too him, seriously. Yeah. him because he insulted his lobster like too seriously. I find, Yeah, I he's like just a drunk just old, old
1: man rambling. That's like
0: something the foe would do. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you like my lobster though? Do you like my lobster? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you briefly yeah. mentioned the music, then. What did you guys think
1: um, of the music? For me, I didn't notice much of it. There was a lot I didn't notice, like music wise. Mm-hmm. What I did notice was like like sound effects. Like obviously they were right by the yeah. sea and you always heard like the waves crashing. The foghorn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking hell. Yeah, constant. It's
0: just constant. That foghorn uh, is
1: unnerving. Uh, <laughs> it's it's to a point where it yeah. sounds like I don't know what like almost like if you watch an alien film and you see like a UFO just like coming mm. down you got that vibration kind of like going almost through your bones that's what it felt like you got that along with the seagulls constantly there the the sea constantly mm-hmm. smashing up against the rocks like it just it it puts you in the house for me it yeah. it just puts that's you awesome. in the scene every time I feel
0: like everything from like the set to the weather to the music to yeah. the folk horn, it all for me just put me there. Like as you mm. just said, I felt like I was on that rock going in yeah. with
2: them. I mean, what there wasn't really much to. I mean, what was that really that great about the music? I mean, really,
0: bro, they utilized like the sounds of the yeah. lighthouse. Yeah, but that's what you'd expect in a film music. called The Lighthouse. That. Oh
2: my (laughs) there was nothing out of the ordinary about some waves crashing against a rock or a lighthouse making some fucking foghorn noises. Fair.
0: I mean, that was... Brad, if this film was directed by Michael Bay, <laughs> would you have preferred it? If they if they started fighting at the end with a fucking axe and no, it was okay. like... No, no. <laughs>
2: okay. you're, you're missing... You you're, missing been, like, this is amazing. you're missing the point where I think like, this film would be better, right? This film would be better if it was more crazy, right? But not in a way where they're, like, fighting mm. with lightsabers, okay?
0: Alright, alright. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, it's... Fair enough. For for me, like, the... uh. The sound and especially the cinematography, mm-hmm. especially the cinematography, just some of it's just even parts where they're just like filming the waves and whatever filming they did. They, I know they used like new cameras, lots of old cameras, old lenses,
0: yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, the way I described it is that it was crispy, <laughs> like yeah. everything was yeah. so <laughs> crisp, Brad. Uh, you've got to admit that <laughs> Here we go. it looked right. incredible it I looked more than hd that. i haven't discredited that I've, okay it does look i good. thought you said yeah, yeah yeah it's just some of it was yeah. mind-blowing for me i was
2: yeah
1: it was mental i've never seen a movie that looked so 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 good in, in black the, and white that's that's the interesting part yeah isn't it? even better in black and white it would have hmm. the movie would be shit if it was in color in my opinion yeah
0: I mean, that, that, I mentioned David Lynch before. This film has taken inspiration from a race ahead. You two have definitely never seen that. No. But some, mm. of our, some of our fans might know, you know. But that's <laughs> all black and white. But that's like, it's almost not black and white, if you know what I mean, because the lighting is so yeah. high and it yeah. looks so crisp. You see old black and white films and it, it just kind of looks grainy, like a bit shitty. Whereas yeah. this is like, the whites are so white.
1: And the blacks are so dark. The yeah. screen,
0: right? I genuinely think I'll go. I'll go out on a limb and say this. This is probably like the best looking film I've seen in years. Yeah, but right? in terms of new films,
1: I, like, I'd it, like. It looks
0: I, incredible. It I looks think it got robbed of the Oscar. So it, it got, got nominated for an Oscar. Nominated, yeah.
1: But nineteen seventeen won that which that, is
0: that's trash bro that's they shot some long shots oh yeah let's give them the oscar this film cinematography wise and just like camera work yeah is incredible
1: 1917
0: was unbelievable right, film, though. oh I'm, I'm leaving okay right. bye guys this is uh <laughs> see you later uh... <laughs> this um, is why no, i've never fair. recommended this film you've done.
1: Uh <laughs> oh no i'm sorry but no so um I I don't know what else to say about this film. It's, for me, such a good movie. And I can't wait to watch it again. Because mm. although on second watch, it may seem a bit more tame. Mm. Like, I've thought about it. And now that I've got thoughts in my head of what everything could mean, if yeah. I watch it again, maybe I can piece together some shit. I don't know. I feel like yeah. a wanky arsehole speaking <laughs> right now. I feel like don't, I've turned it into something wrong, I, though, I hate <laughs> Dylan,
0: when, I say, when I say it wasn't as good Second watch it was more because yeah. the first I like literally didn't know what was happening yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like intrigued The whole time second watch yeah. I still Really enjoyed it and I will watch it Again it's one of them yeah. films. I feel okay. like as you said if you watch It a third time you might think it's 100% about this and then you yes. watch It a fourth time you're like oh wait I was wrong last time it's actually about this
2: Okay, well I'm going to I'm going to summarize, uh, give yes, you my go score. It, it, so that it. way you guys can end on a good note. Um, yeah. Okay, cuz I'm
0: about to have a heart attack. Here we go. Yeah, right. Uh, I had to yeah, pull me so back
2: for me, right? The film is completely supported by William Defoe's great acting. Um yeah. and like I say the camera work is really good as well. Um, but other than that, the plotline is fucking boring. Um, it the whole questions more than answers thing is just a pretentious knob end way to do a film. <laughs> Baby, please. Um what? Yeah, oh, overall, I'm gonna that. give it a one and a half.
0: Fucking hell, no, nah, like, I will not, not wait, wait,
2: wait. watch this film again, bro.
0: I'm one at, and a oh half. Oh my god, so you know, like, wait, what did you give Kat oh the my hat? God.
2: Well, I think I gave nah, that he one. Gave,
0: I? I think he gave that like a one. That got, okay. Okay. I kind of
2: got a one. This gets okay. one and a half. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. And, and right. the, Because I, I cannot... I, if I was fair. watching the film again, I would fall asleep. <laughs> I would fair. genuinely would not be entertained at all. I'd be on my phone. I'd, so yeah. My jaw okay. is on the floor, right? So that's why <laughs> I'm leaving that. <it>.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> oh um, Adam, do you want to follow that up?
0: Okay, yeah. Let me just pop to the hospital for a second. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> I've just had a severe cardiac arrest. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I pretty much disagree with what Brad said. I don't find the film boring at all. I just find it so entertaining to watch. Every yeah. scene, I'm just like, even if they're just cleaning some shit and like, they're just having a little banter between them, I still find yeah. that fascinating. Like, I could be wrong. Like, You could be right, and it is the most boring film ever. But to me, I just interpret it as just... It's just, it's weird, but it's just good, you know? I yeah. just find it, I, I just get involved in the film, like, right? there's certain films that are definitely not perfect, but yeah. you're so captivated and you feel like you're part of the film that it's yeah. so enjoyable. But, yeah, to on the second watch, it wasn't as good as I remembered it first watch, and I think that was more because I was so surprised by everything. And one thing Brad said that I do definitely agree with is it could have been more? I feel like it could yeah. have been much better with a few more crazy elements thrown in. If they like really committed to the surrealism, because yeah. I, I think that would have made it like a masterpiece, basically. Mm. So yeah, I I think it's incredibly well made. Robert Eggers, I love as a director anyway. He's got such a unique style. I want to yeah. see what he makes next. One hundred percent. I'm mm. gonna. It was five stars when I first watched it, I'm going to give it four and a half. It it dips down just a little Fair. to me. because Brad is frothing at the mouth. It, because <laughs> no, it, it could have been better. It could have been better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brad's wrong, but we'll carry on.
1: I'm not wrong. Yeah. So four um, and a half for me. For me, so I watched this movie. I was expecting a good movie. I wasn't expecting to like it because I knew it was supposed to be a wanky kind of artsy film. Mm. And I've genuinely fallen in love with this film and i hate myself for saying that it is some of the best acting and chemistry between two actors i've ever seen they yeah. they just for me they bounced off each other so well they complemented each other so well um visually I, w- I was sat there just watching it just trying to take it all in it was so good um mm-hmm. i enjoyed this film i cannot wait to watch it again I'm going to give it a
0: 4.5. Yeah, boy.
1: Because if there was more, like you said, Adam, if, there was, if it just went overboard a little yeah. bit, if it went into the realm of just what the fuck, mm. then I think it would be even better. But I don't think it was bad in the slightest. So right. I'm going to give it a, a placeholder 4.5. Do
2: you know why I'm putting this in the category of films, though? So, Adam, what was that film we watched yeah. where it was about the Scientology nutjobs?
0: Oh uh, The Master. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Right?
2: Where it's just another film where you've got great acting in, but it's just boring.
0: No, right? that's different. And yet, that's that's different. a very master... well reviewed.
2: Like that's a very well reviewed film. No, The Master, so...
0: I agree with Brad. That is fucking boring, but I disagree with it. <laughs> it comes down to personal taste though. Like what well, you yeah. find boring, we find engaging. It's it's weird, yeah. you know. No, it's yeah.
2: just, I i fail to see where people look at these films and think, Do you know what? that was
1: brilliant, that was so good. That's fair. Right. I, I'm i with, i am Brad, I'm with you 99% of the time. All right, cool. Because 99% of the time I'm with you, bro. All right, cool. But, but this time, yeah.
0: one, uh, one of the art films snuck through into Dylan's radar. It snuck through.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is almost as good as Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, right, Wait, moving on. on slightly, what <laughs>
0: that? Brad, you gave me a one, so you're literally giving this half a star more, and that just makes me <laughs> no, no, <so> you're Oh <laughs> no, Brad. Come on, man. He said what he said. He's, <laughs> right. yeah.
2: He doubled down. Oh, uh, Dylan's rating of Cat in the Hat is higher than my rating for this. Oh. <laughs>
0: so, on that note, obviously now I'm angry, and now I'm pumped yep. up. So, a perfect time to talk about our album this week. Yes. So, boop, boop, boop. Let's get it. Boop, boop, boop. So, I wanted to talk about Griselda. So, Dylan, you're, you're unfamiliar with Griselda. Yeah. Take it before listening yep. to this album. So, Griselda are three rappers from okay. Buffalo. Okay. And they're basically, I suppose you could call them like the new old school rappers. So, even though they're like new yeah. rappers, their sound is very like 90s boom bap but with with a bit of a modern twist especially with with the use of ad-libs because ad-libs galore mate, just ad-libs all over this album, as me and Brad have been doing ever since we heard this album, just walking (laughs) around the house just like, hey yo the butcher coming (laughs) (laughs) it's just like constant loop in my head, it's just bull 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 bull
1: but
0: So you've got Westside Gun, you've got Benny the Butcher, and you've got Conway the Machine, right? So Westside and Conway are brothers, and then Benny's also the cousin. This album is What Would Sheen Gun Do? And Sheen Gun is basically a former member of Griselda and one of their cousins as well, or half-brother. And his name was Marcello Lowry, but he was known as Machine Gun Black, Okay. So he was okay. a rapper and I think he was murdered. So this album is dedicated to their former, former rapper. Okay, uh, so this fam, is like remember, for
1: him, kind yeah. of like in memory. Yeah, so there's
0: a lot of there's a lot of like some of the song titles are like named after yeah. him. Yeah. And there's a lot of mentioned like references to what would Sheen Gun do, Sheen Gun. That's basically talking yeah. about their, their former friend. Uh they've released about 20 mixtapes last year. So basically <laughs> yeah, Conway and Westside, they just put out projects like every three weeks. They're literally just <laughs> chucking out mixtapes, right? Fair. But to me, you hear that and you're like, if they're putting out that much music, it's all going to be trash. Somehow yeah. it's all fire, right? <laughs> I'm giving Fair away enough. my reviews. <laughs> Yeah, so this, this they signed to Shady Records, so obviously Eminem's label last year. Makes and sense, okay. This is their debut album on Shady, right? So this is their first like push from a label. And they are blowing up, to be fair. They're definitely getting
1: out of there. Damn.
0: Right, so we'll go to Brad first, because yours will be short, but your, your sort of like history before listening to this album.
2: At first, right, Griselda was a cool feature to me because it was sort of like that old school type with a new style, right? Mm. But the one thing I always got annoyed with previously was West, <laughs> yeah. West Side Gun, right? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't get past his voice to begin with. Same for me. And West, then, just in so case you're wondering, gun. West Side Gun's the one's Ayo. A-yo. <laughs> Yeah. Right. West I, West hanging okay. out the Royce with the cool, Russians, cool, cool. everybody ducking. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, that is sort of sunk into me a little bit the more I listened to it. And uh, as time has proceeded on, and the listening to the album this time around, uh, that is like fully formed into just part of the group for me now, and it's like so, mm. it's so set there now. So for me, like yeah. West Side Gun, actually in some songs, adds a really good feature um, mm. for me personally. I've always, I've always said I thought Conway the Machine had the best rapping, yeah, because um, he sort of has that sort of that flow, that cocaine flow, you know, mm. but. I also feel that there's a lot of songs in here where Benny actually outshines guys just with his lyrics. Yeah, um, yeah we'll,
0: get, we'll get to that. We'll get so
2: to that. for me overall, I I really do enjoy this album, and I, I I'd like to say I look forward to just going through a couple of these songs.
1: So
0: and cool. Dylan, first impressions because you'd never heard of Griselda at all.
1: So the name Griselda sounds sick, right? That's the first yeah. thing I thought. I was like, hey, that sounds sick. All right <laughs> then I pressed play, and then I was. Wow. I don't know what I was okay. expecting, but it, wow. wasn't, it wasn't that. Okay. I was expecting, yeah, just not this. But we'll, oh, we, right move, we move, we'll we move, we move. Right,
0: let's, let's go through the tracks then. So the first, the first song on the album is an intro. And what's most interesting about this intro is the person doing the intro, which is just talking over an instrumental, is yeah. Raekwon the ship. So we Raekwon. spoke about Old day Bastard and Wu-Tang Clan previously. Rayquan yeah. is part of Wu-Tang Clan, which was obviously massive hip-hop group yeah. in New York in the 90s. And to me, this is like evidence that he's kind of passing the torch onto oh, Griselda. Yeah. I mean, it is because <laughs> that's why the else? corniest
2: shit I've ever heard. <laughs> why, else, why
0: else would a Wu-Tang Clan member be introing your album? Yo,
2: I like and what, what gonna... Griselda's doing. The yeah. dawn, the dawn, yeah. it I right... mean, that's what
0: he's saying. That's literally what he's saying, yeah. but, right, Your debut studio album, imagine one of the best rappers of all time introing it, saying how good you are. They must yeah. be gassed. They must be like, yeah. Oh, yeah
2: but imagine having Eminem on your last ever song on the album, you know? That's, I, that's... We'll get
0: to that. Don't fast forward just yet, right? <laughs> second song, which is the album starting proper, okay? Yeah. Chef mm. Dreads. So, this is the second single from the album. And Mm -hmm. straight away, you've just heard Raekwon. And then this song is very Wu-Tang Clan influenced. Like a lot of the production on this album is very similar to RZA and
2: like that old school song. One thing I will say, though, is this is a lot cleaner.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like modern, modern 90s boom bap, but Mm. like sort of trappy elements in there as well.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't say trappy elements at all.
0: Nah, true actually. We'll end it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so yeah. straight away, Dylan. First right. the Zelda song. Let's
1: hear it. So, uh let's let's start. So I said that this beat goes fucking hard with the violin thing, right? Madness, yeah. right? I enjoy that, right? And then the first line of this entire fucking mm-hmm. album was Hanging out the rolls with the Russian, hanging Everybody... out the voice with the Russian. Ro- oh, yeah, that's Royce, what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody ducking. Only five people got hit. Fuck them. Yeah, that's the energy. <laughs> yeah, that line. I wasn't ready for it, and I didn't know it was that kind of album. You know, yeah, I was so already that's, yeah. that's
0: West Side straight in. Okay, with like just you know what this album's gonna be just as soon as you gang hear that, shit. they're gonna be killing people on this straight album. Straight gang shit, and you're, right? You're love it.
2: <laughs> just a but, just to, just to give you a bit of background on Conway as well is that he has been shot in the face and his face yeah. is actually disfigured, which leaves him with kind of a speech
1: impediment. Um, yeah, that's a madness. That is so. That's sick. why. That's Half why he's sounds
0: like that on this album. That is because, sick. Yeah, he basically contracted <laughs> Bell's palsy from getting shot in the head and the face and the neck.
1: Bro, and that's madness.
0: That's why his style is He's would a like fucking it. unit. <laughs> He's a machine. He's the machine. He's the machine. Okay, that makes sense. Right, what about what about the rest of the song then, Dylan? So like, I, first I, line, said, I said
1: I said what the fuck? These ad-libs are fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's what I said. I wasn't... See, you guys doing that didn't prepare me at all, all right. for the fact that it was worse than that. It is so much right. all the time. Yeah, um, it's an on Yeah, I it. said that this song is fine. Uh, and it just... It's, it's not bad.
0: Right.
1: But it's not good. Okay. That's what I said.
0: <laughs> Bring us back down to that. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I said it just kind of exists in my musical kind of library. It's not down here and it's not up here. It's right in the middle. It's, it exists for me.
0: Okay, I'll, that's I'll what I said.
1: Then. Yeah, please.
0: The one word to describe the describe this song for me is just hype. This yeah. gets me hype as soon as the album kicks off. That beat comes in. The f- opening line is just hard as fuck. And Then the rest of the song is just basically like a two minute onslaught of bars about killing people, cooking crack, and ad libs. Yeah, (laughs) it goes there's a lot of crack and killing in this album, yeah. But to me, West Side Gun is actually my favorite on this song, so (laughs) yeah, because like. What what we've said before, Brad, is that Conway was always my favorite. Whenever hmm. I listen to Griselda, I've I, oh, I, found West a second. Side I a remember
2: you, you chatting up what? with Benny before. You were saying no, Benny's your boy, and then uh, yeah, we, to saw, be some live, we <laughs> Bro, saw some but, live, we saw some live freestyles of Conway, and you was like, No, nah, actually yeah. Conway's better." No,
0: nah, it starts it started with Benny, then it went to Conway, and then this song specifically, I just find West Side his style is so unique and so like in your face mm. that I just fucking love it. And like his bars are like funny on this song as well. But yeah, this song is a straight banger. To me, the second best song on the album. Fair fire.
2: Mm. Fair. Yeah, no, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to go into a little more about the sort of sound of it because obviously mm. it's um it has got that sort of referencing sort of noise, the same as what you say with um I fucking what was in they called? Let's like say for RZA. like, RZA's production. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah except that this is just so much cleaner. And yeah. that the when the drums hit, it's not like it doesn't feel distorted or there's not any sort of white noise behind it. It's clean, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah.
2: And as well, throughout this album's production, the production is, although the, the drums don't change an awful lot because that's what you sort of expect from this style, um, yeah. there are so many cool features in sounds that happen throughout songs. And this song is just another one of those that has just really cool sound features. Mm. yeah so for me the aggressive flow the attitude of it the lyrics yeah it was all coming to like a one nice picture there and just really enjoy the song I'll just
0: mention that the entire album is produced by Derringer and Beat Butcher as well so those Mm. two they're basically Griselda's like in house producers and the entire production is just them two alone okay so track number three Mazelle. okay So, to me, this one, you come in with that fire from the first song. This one's a bit more laid back, a bit slower, but this song's also really gritty. So, this just Mm. sounds to me like I'm just like riding in a convertible and I'm about to cause a shootout, you know? I'm just like riding with my boy, about to go to war. It sounds menacing. Okay. And then this one, I feel like Benny stands out because he had some amazing lyrics on this one. One of my highlights is when he says, I'm 5'8", but when I stand on my bricks, I'm (laughs) 6'11". It's just like, bro, that's so hard. Like, literally. And then, like, Westside Gunsverse is so different on this song. Like, he's basically... I can't tell if he's offbeat or not. He's just doing some, like, weird off-kilter shit. And I, I, I love it, to be fair. It's, like, weird. But to me, this song's like... It's like that braggadocious rap where... They're basically just gassing each other up about yeah. how much money they have
2: See, how much drugs they sell. What I've said about this song is it's literally mm. a song, just a flex.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
2: It's literally a song to flex.
0: Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also one thing I really like about this song, which is different from the others, is the guitar. There's like that guitar sound throughout. And I, I really like that. I think it works with mm. the production.
2: Yeah. Just to add to the sound of it. But I, I like the, the chimes in the background as well. Mm. You know, it's it's just strange hearing those sort of noises in a rap song, and especially yeah. in modern mm. sort of rap now, because obviously everything's very trap influenced. There's not really this style about. Um, but hearing like there's again just some cool sound noises, like the cool chimes, the subtle bass in the background, it was all really nice. It was really well put together.
0: Mm.
2: And yeah, I, I enjoyed the song as well. So
1: Okay. So I just want to just I let me just say I I'd like to just go last on most of these. Right. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> I'd like to go last on most of these. So mm. what I said was that no I was I was really trying here so please allow me. <laughs> okay. I said that I like how they made like it sound kind of like old schooly hip hop mm. with like the crackly kind of like noises like yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. I thought that was really cool. And that's it. <laughs> um, i found okay. this so boring it's just so <laughs> slow yeah it is it's slow. so it's slow and it just nothing happens it kind of it's just like one just tone the entire time right
0: there's no chorus to be fair a lot yeah, of these songs don't have chorus so it's just kind that, of bars i understand that bars.
1: Yes. I don't mind
2: the song with just bars and bars and bars. I'm trying to think of a song that actually does have a chorus on this album. I don't, I think, I don't, like I don't bang, think there are. Well, the one and with
0: fifty on has back. a repeated yeah.
2: verse,
1: but I mean yeah. Other to be than fair, that.
0: yeah.
1: And then I also said so you guys have already answered what I'm gonna say here.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But I said also who the fuck is that person who sounds like they're nine years old? <laughs> it literally <laughs> makes me laugh when they're spitting. <laughs> Bro, I West said Side this girl. multiple times, right? Throughout <laughs> this entire thing. This nine-year-old makes me fucking laugh. He just starts speaking. Right. And Dylan, do, do, do,
0: do, do. I will answer that for you, okay? Because me Please. and Brad had the same reaction when we first heard Griselda. yeah' not I could even not lying. get into Westside at all. Yeah. His voice is so high-pitched and so, like, strange that you don't get it and then one day it clicks honestly if you listen to this album enough I bet you it'll click because one day like (laughs) I was just like hang on a sec this guy's not shit this guy's
1: fucking (laughs) sick (laughs) in my head all I've got is like I'm looking at three cartoon characters I'm looking at two dudes who are fucking stacked I'm looking (laughs) at this guy who's really small and fucking chunky and he's got a tiny (laughs) little voice that's what I've got in my head right now (laughs) I'm looking at like That's you know Pinky enough. in the Brain. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm kind of looking at. It's, yeah. I can't get I cannot get over that. I'll listen to this album again. No, no. That funny, Dylan, it's a nine-year-old far off. off. <laughs> right. There we go. Dylan, Dylan.
0: I just need to make a point. You yes. better hope that no one from Gazelda hears this podcast.
1: Otherwise, listen. you're fucked,
0: mate. You better go listen. into hiding. <laughs>
1: I I will say it with my chest that his voice is weird. You won't say <laughs> I, that if he's standing
0: in front of you. <laughs>
1: I won't like, see him he's too sir. short, and
0: that's coming from me.
1: He's Listen, not no, short. I don't, think I don't he's care. In my head, he's four foot one. Right, let's go. <laughs> we
0: right, we move on. Anyway, Dylan's about <laughs> to get shot. Right,
1: yeah. Next
0: song. So we got Cruiserweight Coke Trap Four. So to me, this sounds like I'm in a gangster film. I'm in fucking Casino. With, mm. with Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. So for it. me, this, this song's like, it's hard to put into words, but it's kind of like classy rap. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to like present they're... the air. That saying,
2: like, how, how, how name, on say, you know? you, you want to call this classy rap when one of the lyrics is, I know where your mama stay. I know where that <laughs> bitch stay. <laughs> right, maybe, not, maybe
0: not the lyrics, just the production, right? Oh. But yeah, as you say, some of the lyrics in this, are so offensive and blatant and disrespectful that I can't help but love it. It's literally like have you ever seen the meme where there's like a, a guy driving to work and he's like yeah. some white guy bobbing his head
1: Oh, it's yeah. Like me
0: on my way to work listening to yeah. music about people getting shot up and cooking crack, right? Yeah. That is me. Yeah. That is literally me. Literally I'm listening to this thinking in, I'm a gangster in, in New York, right? <laughs> But I'm literally in Kent riding a bike with a helmet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the most dangerous motherfucker on the planet. Because, right, these Griselda make you feel that way, even when you're the least gangster person in the world, right? But yeah, to me, I'll just finish <laughs> on this, right? West Side Gun describes oh. murdering someone scarily accurately. So his okay. verse, his whole verse, is a story about him murdering someone, disposing of their body. And then he starts shouting, as you said, Brad, about he knows where your mama stays, he knows where that bitch stays. And it's implied I know that he's He knows where your grandmama stays. That to me is real hip hop. I'm just like, I can't help but find Fair. it funny, you know? Fair. But this song to me, like, this goes back to being more rapid, and for me that makes it much better than the last song as well, because their flows are kind of like mad on this song.
2: Joe, you know, All I'm hearing right now is that Tommy Lauren clip where she's like, your husband was a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck's sake yeah. Uh, mm. No, I actually really enjoy this song. Um, mm. Not that I haven't liked the song so far, but this has more of like a lazy feel to it. Yeah. Um, it's more of a, it's more of like a authentic. Well, I was about to say because um, from Conway, I feel like he has the best verse on this song, um, yeah. and it's because he comes across as so authentic. It feels like this sort of style fits his voice perfectly because it's mm. just like rolling it straight off, and it's just like it feels effortless in a way. Yeah. Um, and just to add from the sounds as well is that they had some like wobbly keyboard going on. Mm. There was like some guitar screeches. I love that bit. Um, mm. Yeah, again, it was just a really cool aesthetic to this track. I enjoy I really enjoyed this one. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so I said <laughs> up it? until this point, all the songs sound exactly the same. <laughs> There's a slow droning beat with slow boring rapping. That's okay. what I said. I, right. I, I said I'm bored and the ad libs sound dumb at this point. Like it was funny <laughs> at first, but now they're just they're like slowly rapping, like go- like going through and you just got some guy like boop, 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 and it's
0: yeah, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And then I said oh, you did that uh, scarily well, bro. Yeah, Thank you. I've been practicing. And um, yeah, hopefully I can, you know, fucking join these guys and actually put out a good song. But uh I also said that. There was one point where they were just doing gun sounds, right? I can't yeah. do it, like the rolling gun sounds, right? For
0: like 15 seconds, it was just like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, it sounds like a nine year old just got his first toy gun and he's making sounds because didn't it don't them. work. Stop. He's you playing are with going his hot wrong <laughs> <boring laughs> Come to listen, Griselda, if you're listening, right? Roll through. Come on. But honestly, <laughs> I didn't, I did not enjoy this. I was, okay. there was nothing different about this song. To the last song for me, may okay. obviously the lyrics, but lyrically, I mean, I'm not, I'm not there, you know. I will,
0: I will agree. There is a specific sound, and very it doesn't specific. change that much. So it kind of depends on your tolerance of that sound, I guess. Yeah. In in your so head. yeah so right. Next song, maybe if we, move. Sound uh, Hotspot, we move. Different, right? Freddie Hot. We move So for me, the word that describes this is dot. So the production is, like, really dark-sounding. Yeah. I've got... I really love the piano and the vocal sample. The vocal sample especially, I really like. It's like an old soul sample that loops throughout Mm -hmm. the whole track. And it kind of crops in at the end of people's bars as well. And it, like, really adds to what they're saying. It kind of reminds me of, like, a Kanye song, like an old Kanye-produced song with that, like, sound. And for me, this song... Conway's bars. Conway comes in on this song, and he just fucking rides the beat and destroys it. So my favorite lyric of Conway's on this right is "Got my shooter with me and my dog itching. He wanna empty out a clip where your mom's living."
1: And I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> Hell.
0: I'm "Oh, oh, like, calm down, bro. Can you just stop? Like, why? Are you, <laughs> why are you so angry?" But also, <laughs> yeah, like him on. Conway loves these dark grimy beats as soon mm. as he gets on a beat like this he's going to describe murdering your entire family and I'm gonna sit there and go and listen this is fucking bars <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to add to the lyrics as well that there was a lyric from West Side as well where he's talking about like approaching someone and it says one of us got to go it ain't gonna be me <laughs> oh, and I was yeah, just yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. you're a dead man bro um, yeah Dylan. Uh, yeah, as well, this <laughs> song felt like it was the first one that had a bit of story to it. Mm. Um, because a lot of the songs before was just flexing drugs. This one had more of a, a story about it. Uh, it seemed like there was more of an element of something in there. I didn't quite grab what it was, but it felt like there was definitely more of a story in there. Yeah. Um, and as well, the track had some nice keys as well. I really like keys mm. on it. But yeah, and it also had a nice little bass switch up at the end as well. That was quite cool.
1: One thing I do agree is that the the little, little piano here and there is, is classic yeah you know, it's nice it's sounds class, it sounds man. good the 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 beat in this one i quite enjoyed to be fair mm. it was a little bit different to everything else and again it it i didn't do anything for me this no. entire thing i was oh okay. was, there was nothing there to grab my attention you know there was not, no not
0: even Conway coming in with those hard bars saying he's gonna kill you thing grab that's him. the thing
1: like i i don't know i feel like this album's definitely not like the target audience is not me yeah you know no, that's, that's fair enough
0: that is true. yeah
1: the 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 songs for me it just all sounds so similar it's just one mm. really simple drum beat with some instrumentals over it and then some like really slow rapping i understand that like, there's skill to it but
0: I disagree it, with the slow to be honest. There's like a there. flow, mm.
2: like it's like an authentic style to it though. That's
0: this, the song, thing. this song See, though. this song. You say there's a style this song that had very rapid flows across the beat. The beat was slow, the rapping
1: wasn't. I think I'm just spoiled mm. by other shit. That's what mm. it is. I Fair in on. my head, I'm listening, I want to listen to something quick, fast paced. When I listen <laughs> when I think of rap, I don't think of slow, melodic, kind of like do you know what All I right. mean? Maybe you should do
2: some Buster Rhymes next time. Maybe. Honestly, (laughs) there
1: you go. That's what I need. I need 150 beats per second.
0: Let's move on to Dr. Birds. Okay, this is where it could end badly, where there could be some bloodshed.
2: Tell bird you're right, Brick on my brick.
0: is the first single from this album. I'm going to start off by saying this is my favorite song on the album. This is the best track on the album. This is, to me, one of the best hip hop songs. That I've heard in the last couple of years. You're so depressed, Dylan. The beat on this, oh my God, bro. This beat, the hard is not even the word. This beat slaps. My my spine came out while I was listening to it. (laughs) Dylan, let me finish. Yeah, let me finish. I
1: ain't said shit. Pure fire.
0: Pure fire. This song, you have to sit up and pay attention right, and I'm just fucking bopping my head the whole time, right, you saying before about, like, slow rapping, this, they're finishing each other's bars, and they're, like, spitting a two bar, and then someone else comes in, rapid delivery over this beat, right, and mm-hmm. yeah, this, I just had, like, a, the biggest stank face ever while listening to this, and right brick on my brick, that's so catchy, me and Brad do that constantly. Just write brick on my brick. What's that even mean? Catchy as fuck. He wants it Virgil
1: to write brick to
2: on his actual brick. Yeah. you know,
0: you know, Dylan don't know. He don't know. He talks a lot about
2: off white, and then he's talking about Virgil, and then he talks about his bricks. You yeah. know, bricks is a metaphor for cocaine, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, Dylan, it goes over your head. It goes over <sighs> your head. Talks. Anyway, right. For me, on this song, the flows are incredible. They are like, they are surfing on the beat. All of them are incredible. But the standout for me on this is Conway. Conway is so fucking good on this song. I just love everything he says, right? And when he says, if it's smoke, we ain't even asking. Pull up and somebody gonna see a casket. Bro, that's... That's the hardest line I've heard in years. I had to press pause. <laughs> I had to press pause, and I just had to let sit the back. let smoke like, just had to check and behind him, see if he was behind phone, you. My phone overheated when he said those lines. <laughs> <guys. laughs>
1: yeah, no, oh, I,
0: I, I I love this song. This song is incredible to me. This is this is hip hop condensed into a song.
1: Bright. Fair enough. i no, no. Let me go because I don't. I don't want to this song to end on a downer. Um, <laughs> so I said that up until now, mm. again, the songs all seem to blend together. I had to keep checking to see if, like, the song had, like, switched over to the next song. Okay. I said, mm-hmm. slow drum beat, bit of bass, bit of piano or bells, lots of... Doo, 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 doo. And then you got a child spitting bars. And then, <laughs> oh my. and then after that, I said, the rapping... I obviously these guys are probably about it. Like I right. don't doubt that no, they're gonna. They definitely Like are. I <laughs> don't doubt that they're gonna petrol bomb my, me now. they right?
0: Definitely are. Trust me. <laughs> I know they will kill. I, just look I, at Colby's face. I don't doubt <laughs> that.
1: Right. But all I I said, I, everything just feels forced. All they're mm. doing is going, "Oh, I'm selling drugs. I shot a bitch in the <laughs> face." Like I mean, that's that, true, that's yeah. that's all it is. There's no. There's nothing else to it to the rapping. But that's their real life.
0: Right, They're Brooke just speaking Matt, what they Brooke. live for. Yeah. you don't understand.
1: Again, see, this is this is where the disconnect is. Then I think okay. this is not for me. This album's yeah. not for me. Okay. Hey, so Brad, they, I just spit. Brad, all you, all you. Look at all
2: this off-white shit that I get. I'm rich. Put this off-white shit on my bitch. Oh, bro, did
0: bro, he just nah. put the recording on No, What the fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is my favourite song on the album. It yeah. bangs. Like, everyone has good flow on this. Everyone has good mm-hmm. energy. Everyone, the album comes, it comes in with good metaphors. It's like, as well, Adam, you spoke to me before about Benny's verse, where he says yeah. about um, the Henry Hill bar, and you're like, oh, nah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that gets me hot.
2: So yeah, no, this this whole and also the way Benny ends as well. Benny ends strong as well. Mm. Nah, for me, bangs. Fair enough. Fair.
0: So track number seven, the old groove featuring mm. novel or novel. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, to me, this song isn't great compared to some of the other songs
2: following. You know All right. This is this Dr. is on the album Bird. where I sort of faltered a little bit. So I was a bit like, oh, yeah. This is, it feels like they've already done this on the album and it, yeah. it didn't hit me as well.
0: To me, the way you could just sort this song out, because this song is like six minutes long. It feels very stretched and there's like long passages of just the instrumental playing out. I don't think the instrumental really warrants that because Dylan, you've said some of the beats sound the same. To me, this does seem like a bit of a throw, throwaway 90s beat. You know, it doesn't really stand out. To me, if you just cut, a couple of the verses shorter, like half them, squeeze it down a bit. Then I'd probably enjoy it because I really enjoyed the feature on this one. Yeah, I know, really me too. As well, the that's again. At
2: the end. That's something else. What I said yeah. Yeah. because oh.
0: it, it's different from what you've heard before. You've just been like you've yeah. just had bars thrown at you about crack and murdering. I did yeah. quite like the the soulful singing at the end, and I felt yeah. like the rest of the song it took too long to get to that bit. Basically, so you could have just you could have shortened it a bit.
2: It's kind of interesting mm. when they've spent the song talking about like cracking killing people, and yeah. then the the vocalist is talking about going to Sunday, like church on Sunday. Yeah. It's like, it's just...
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I picked up and I picked up on that. Uh, the songing, the the songing, the singing changes <laughs> the it up song. for me. The song, yeah. the singing, it it's a nice refresher, yeah. you know, of Definitely. of what's gone on. But also, this song made me angry because yeah. I, at first I was listening to <laughs> it and imagine. I was like for fuck's sake again that I was I was getting pissed off right at this point and I was so glad there was like a reprieve of just something different for Mm. me so yeah I this was a song that I enjoyed more than the other ones up until now mainly because there was something a little bit different in there you know
0: oh
2: yeah, so yeah. Me, I'm basically saying the same, pretty much exact same thing Adam says. Yeah, really, yeah, the song, yeah, the song definitely could have done with being a bit better. I, I exactly. I agree exactly with what you said about the verses. <laughs> yeah. They could have condensed their own verses yeah. down a little bit, and maybe even given like novel or novel, as you have, however you want to pronounce it, maybe even a longer feature because I feel like I he had so, a really yeah. good impact on this song. So yeah,
0: you you definitely didn't need all three of them, and I swear these are like their yeah. longest verses on the mm. album. And the verses don't really stand out, especially with no. like, what's come before. So Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we're all in agreement for one song, you
1: know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe in the next one. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Right. So track number eight, Scotties. Okay. So to me, this song is intense. Very, very short, but they get in and out. They say what they got to say. To be and honest with they you.
2: Dip, you know? I feel like they're better when they are working in shorter like time frame yeah, frames.
0: No, I agree. Because Dylan's as Dylan's saying, like he feels it gets a bit samey. I feel like mm. if you're rapping that way for like two minutes straight, eventually yeah. you're gonna tire it a little bit. Well whereas this song, they come
2: in intense, you know. Especially if you're not using choruses. Because yeah, exactly you can yeah. get in and out. Don't use the chorus. You, two and a half minutes for a song we can all get a verse in. It sort of works perfectly yeah. in that sort of yeah. So area. so
0: for me this is another one of like my favorites on the album. This is this is probably my joint second favorite. And this this I like like the horror movie organs. Yeah. This song sounds very like dark again. And the way I describe it is you're going into a graveyard to dig up a body and steal some shit. That's how it felt. to me. <laughs> right uh yeah like i feel like benny's storytelling on this song is really mm. good as well like do you know i have i've, I've criticized, benny's verse yeah we've mm. criticized them for not necessarily saying anything in their verses but i think on this song benny does stand out and yeah it's just short and crisp and it just comes in is a banger and then it mm. gets out of there, you know? Yeah, it also comes yeah.
2: with a really cool back and forth between Conway and Westside as well. It's yeah. just like a nice yeah. hit and throw, you know. So yeah, for me again, I actually really enjoyed
1: the song as well. So I'm i I'll stand with you on that. For for me, I, I said that I like the like the beat is different. It's got mm. this like weird stringy vibe to it. Yeah. But like, it's got like some like horror strings to it. I said that was mm-hmm. really cool. That was all the, that was the only nice thing I had to say about it. But again. <laughs> I don't want to repeat myself over and over, but yeah. So that that, was, that was a nice part. That was, it was nice. It was nice. So, moving yeah. on
2: to probably your, your favorite song on the album. Right. Here, uh, we, yeah. go. here yeah. we go. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Here we go. <laughs> track number nine. Not really a track, but like yeah. number nine, 45 second long interlude mm. song. I mean, Interlude. Definitely an song. interlude. Uh, Kennedy featuring Tiona Denise.
1: Favorite and... song on the album?
0: <laughs> to me, right, this song. I mean, to me, it's not really a song, but a song. This, is, Best one. this is the second worst song on the album because it's basically just completely pointless. And Dylan, I can imagine you were foaming at the mouth, seething, listening to this because the whole song is just co- uh, not Colmace, sorry, West Side Gun screaming Baby and doing ad libs. Literally, so... it's 45 seconds of boo, 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 blow your fucking face off
1: right so here's what i wrote word for word right, right blow me. your fucking face off yeah. is exactly what i wanted to do <laughs> that's what i said and i gave this my favorite song on the album Shut yeah
2: up. Do know what? i'm not even lying. i actually kind of enjoy this bit it I, was like sh- I'm not Sure, I'm not sure it if it's a I, comedic value. I think or it was just actually enjoyed hilarious. It. But I mean, I think
0: absolutely... it's intentionally funny. I feel like they're playing yeah. up that people probably no, find the ad libs annoying,
1: up. so they're no, just oh, like one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, they're hundred yeah, percent about like, oh, you think it's you think it's annoying? We're going to do it twice now. <laughs> this That's what they're game. Doing. Honestly, I, is game. Honestly, I I enjoyed a, it. That is a feature to be fair,
0: because he is mentioned before. That uh, he doesn't want to rap. He doesn't enjoy rapping. He basically only did it because they needed another member. He's like never considered himself a rapper. He just calls himself an artist. And he basically says like, if you think I'm shit, then whatever, I'm going to kill you. <laughs>
1: you know I mean? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, he also, like I say, when they go do freestyles and stuff, he doesn't do freestyles. No,
0: nah, because he don't enjoy rapping. I yeah. respect that. He's just like, I'm just going to do some do-do-do's and shout for a <laughs> bit, and somehow it works for me, you know? Right, it's so, moving run. on. So, next song, City on the Map, featuring, probably our first, like, big name feature, mm. Fiddy Scent.
1: Big Fiddy.
0: 50 Cent has basically not released a good song in 15 years. And <laughs> like, that still
2: doesn't come in here.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. back in the early 2000s, Fiddy was the man. Everyone, everyone loved him. Yeah. Personally, I used to really enjoy his music. And then he reached a point where he just stopped putting out anything good for years. So yep. Fifty Cent on an album in 2019, kind of like, what's he going to give us? To me, 50 cents verse on this starts off really, really, really bad. Oh, it's like, so bad. Terrible. So bad. Immediately off putting. And then the rest of the verse is kind of just pointless. Like he's I do literally just my there. homework. Yeah. I do my, my, do my,
2: homework. my own work. My
0: fuck yeah, off. And it's like you're on a song with Benny Westside Conway. You better come with them bars. And he's just like, shit. Okay obviously he's on the song because it's on Shady Records and putting 50 Cent on your album is going to help yourselves, you know? you know
2: what disappoints me even more with this? Is that the beat is fucking fire. Like, this could be the best beat on the album. Like, this beat is sick, right? And 50 Cent... Fucking destroys it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, doesn't it pissed me off so much just hearing his verse. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It is bad. It is bad. Uh,
0: to oh me, like, God. to me, his verse is really bad, and it stands out as being really bad. But it didn't ruin the song for me because, as you I, said, the beat is really me. good. It and just pissed I like... me off. <laughs> yeah, I uh, no, I agree with that. To me, this song feels like I'm playing poker with some mobsters. You know what I mean? It's, again. It's got that classy gangster feel. Like the beat is so like slick. Mm. Which sounds good, you know. There's
2: one thing they keep doing uh, like the last like three or four tracks as well. They just keep putting like these weird ghost noises in. I love it. Mm. I'm just, like, I'm hearing these weird spooky noises. I'm like, I love yeah.
1: this shit. <laughs> so what I said was that 50 Cent was stinky on this beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>, stinky, stinky. <laughs> he was literally stinky. Didn't oh I? He, I zoned out. Right, he, I, I'll admit. I got to admit something, right, to you boys, right?
0: Okay.
1: I zoned out three times during this song, and I had to re <laughs> kept replaying it. Over, I zoned out the first time, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I need to listen to it." Right, that happened yeah, three yeah. times. That happened on to this me song.
0: during fifties verse. To be fair, oh, yeah. it happened
2: to hard me to three times. How it could is- anyone? How could anyone have listened to this back and be like, "I have 50"? That's a fire verse, bro. What do you say to fifty? What do you say though? to it? It's him. their boy. That's what I you mean. Say, M&M. Bro, that's a trash verse. Eminem yeah, no,
0: no. would be like, "Bro, you've got to have 50 on there." And then Benny probably listened to it and he's like, "Boys, this is fucking shit." And then how like, much of a decision might... do you
2: reckon it is to have Eminem on this album?
0: Let, we'll get to that. Hold that for, uh... Brad. Hold that for, right. right, Dylan. Any more thoughts of seeing? No, he's
1: back? just. No, he was just stinky. That's so it.
0: So fifty just ruined the song for both of Ruined even. the song. This completed. gets stinky
1: out of okay. ten, right?
0: Okay, so next song, May Store featuring Keisha Plum. So for me, this beat sounds really different from what we've had before. It's still got that like boom bap element, but there was like weird static sounds in the background. It was a bit glitchy. You've got dark piano in there, so again, it's kind of like that. That darker horror movie aesthetic. And Mm -hmm. like the bass in this song, it lands at the end of each bar and it like Mm. rises. That
2: actually kind of annoyed me.
0: Really? Oh, to me, that really added to the punchiness of their verses. Do
2: you know what? I felt like this song would have been way better if they put bass all over it.
0: Oh. Fair enough. Actually, I, I really enjoyed the production on this one. That was one mm. thing I noted. And to me, like the the flows on this song. I mean, I've said before, they're not they're not the most intricate rappers ever. They're not gonna like bar you to death with intricate syllables and like all this crazy shit. But their flows, they flow on the beat so effortlessly. Yeah, I just I really like this. And with this song as well, I found like West Side even though he only has like four bars and then he just starts doing some random shit. For me, I liked him the most on this song. I really, really? enjoyed his like little mini verse because okay. it's just like really intense. I can tell Dylan is about to disagree entirely I, with everything wanna, I've just said. I want to come but... in.
2: So like, I felt really indifferent about this song because I feel like mm. Benny, right? Benny kills it, right? For me, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Then Conway just floats. He, does, mm. he just floats through it a little bit. Like, so I've got that bass line that's kind of annoying me, it's just at the end of every line. And I'm saying, like, yeah. I wish there was a bit more bass, like bopping around the place. Uh, and then and then Westside comes in, right? Mm. And he's completely off. He's, Hust, the, I like that. The entire the, his entire verse is completely off. And yeah, yeah. I know whether he, he was too drunk or stoned at the time, whether he was just like, didn't give a fuck because he's just like, I think he, he he's just doesn't care.
0: He just yeah, doesn't he care. He just doesn't care. But, <laughs> but he, that verse
2: was completely off. That fell completely out of place.
0: See, I liked I liked the fact that it was so off kilter and crazy. But obviously, we discussed old day bastard and you two disagreed with that. So I just like yeah. weird, weird mm. rapping styles. No,
2: it's, it's not. It's not the style, though. It's how he yeah, just yeah, yeah. fell off the beat. Yeah, he just completely mean, but... fell off of it. And he was talking through half of it as well. So he wasn't even rapping.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. One thing I will say, though, is the outro goes on way too long on this song. <laughs> it's like a minute and a half of Keisha Plum describing ways that they're going to murder you and all of this like, random shit. Mm. And I felt like after about a minute, I was just like, wait, is this still going?
1: So I said that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a complete 180 here. Yeah. I'm just going to say that there's something on this song that just kind of changed my entire opinion of this album. Right. And that the ad-libs are now the best thing about this album. <laughs> right. Here we go. Here we go. The ad-libs were fucking hilarious. It gave me yeah. some sort of joy listening <laughs> to this guy just going fucking <laughs> mental on yeah. this beat. He just goes off for no reason. He just... Yeah. There's no need He's, to he's a fucking nutter. Yeah, mm. it, it's hilarious. It It added... To me for this song, this song would have, be, would have made me jump out of my seven story window, but he started ad libbing <laughs> and I was like, All right, I'll stay, I'll stay. All That's right, what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool.
0: Although I do feel like this song's not as good as others on the album,
1: also. no, it's okay. trash.
0: <laughs> um, then we, get, then we get an outro. So we've got an outro from AA Rashad. I'm, I'm not entirely sure who that is, to be honest, but mm-hmm. because the song is called Lowry. And that's obviously what who the album is yep. dedicated to. I assume this is kind of like a tribute to him. So I mean, yep. it's just a. There's not much to say. It's just an outro with a beat yeah. in the background. But one I, thing I will say, what I will I got, I got say, I I will to say, say to is yeah. this beat deserves some bars on it. To me, I felt like that beat was so like dark and like just fucking weird. I would have mm. liked if Conway just came in and said like four bars about killing someone.
1: But, you know. <laughs> and cool. Add a sprinkle of yeah, murder, just a, there. just a little sprinkle little, of murder, a little just bit to, of cocaine. To finish off the album, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
0: obviously it's just an outro. So
1: I said, I said that there there was a line in this, which was really cool. I said some mm. things never die, and I wrote, I hope this album is not one of those things. I hope it dies. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: There's just no need for that, to be honest. Like, we was all that having is a what good I said. Time, but... No, we're
1: not. We're not having a right. good time. Okay, right. then. so. All right, right. Now I'm song... ready for a good time. Now I'm no. ready. The <laughs>
0: on the album, I feel like this is going to be controversial. Okay, so Bang Remix featuring Eminem. I'm going to start and I'm going to say Solidified, this is the worst song on the album. <laughs> so to me this song is unnecessary and there's one reason and one reason only that this song is put at the end of the album and that is so that Eminem could have a feature and he gets his own beat that's completely no, no, different to the rest of the so guys. Eminem
2: can get the final say on the album right that's, yes that's and I was just there. about to say and... that that mm. pisses
0: me off because the whole album you've got your new label people right debut album you've chucked them on this album and they've mm. all got their bars and then the final verse on the entire album is Eminem and yeah, but
2: as well just to, 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 to just a bit right, so yeah. his his verse right mm. was horrible right his his switch up with with the whole new tuning that they've thrown into him did not yeah. fit the album nope. what right much. and then the second switch up Right, mm. was even worse. So, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck were they thinking on this? Like, genuinely, right? Because yeah. just up until this point, right? Conway, right, was showing off some personality to begin with. He mm-hmm. was boring. it was yeah. sick. Benny comes in, he throws some mad lyrics yeah. in there. Let, let, let me show you off a lyric, right? Hated on me more than Jesus, locked up more than Kodak. I was just like, yeah. fuck, man, that's hard, mm. right? And they're then, going in. And then, and, and, then in. and then, and then I'm like, I, I call, this can't go, this can't go wrong. And <laughs> then Benny no right. comes in.
1: Yep,
0: let me just finish <laughs> my point on that, right? Cuz mm-hmm. we we're in agreement, right? So Conway has like the the really sick aggressive bars as you said. Benny Benny's got his lyricism in there. They're all showing off the, the what they've shown on this album already, right? And you're like they're capping it off. I like the beat at First line. I'm like yeah, this beats hard. Right, here we go. Eminem's opening line to this right. album about dealing crack shooting people and yep. mass murder stomping heads okay, yeah 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 is about how he's fucking pink yeah, like a flamingo like a flamingo, like a flamingo. Whoa,
1: MLM, whoa, whoa, whoa. no no no. Pause, okay. pause, 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 pause. no no no
0: no 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 right what MLM bro did you not decided that? to what? sabotage this album for no reason why Yes, Dylan, <laughs> you're in shock. That was a He lyric. literally <laughs> said his opening, but right, no, no, it's even funnier, right? Because you've just heard Conway talking about shooting. He's like, oh, i got got okays so for shooting, blah, 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 right? All of this mad hard shit, the hardest shit you've ever heard. You're like, yeah, fucking yes, I'm about to kill someone. And then Eminem comes on and goes, I'm fucking pink, like a flamingo. And then he goes... <laughs> And then he starts doing his rapid fire bars that have been dead for 10 years. And then an orange orange door hinge, four hinge on a floor hinge. And you're just (laughs) what the fuck are you doing? Get off this album. (laughs) Right. Dylan, what are your opinions on Bang Remix?
1: Right. So here's the thing, right? I didn't look at any of the song titles or any of the features before I started. So I was just playing them, just going through them. And I saw this, right? It popped up, bang, beat Eminem. Mm-hmm. Straight away, first thing I wrote down is, of course this album has fucking Eminem on it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Eminem, to me, right now, is just, if he's involved or there, it's just not a good time.
0: Yeah. It just isn't. He's so corny now. It doesn't. Fit. He, just, the thing
1: is, just just let it die. Just do an awesome <laughs> yeah. Wenger. Just, oh, he's doing whoa, an awesome Wenger. Whoa!
0: whoa.
1: He, he should have no, gone like seven it. years ago. <laughs> like for real, he he needs to just step down and just let the kids have their their time, you know?
0: Yeah. Although you say kids, like I don't think they're much young, uh, much like younger than Eminem, to be honest. They're like no, they're kids. They're kids.
1: Age. One yeah. of them nine years old, bro. And <does>. Bro, the kids
0: you right you're gonna get shot after this you better Bro, listen out. i listen.
1: i listen i live in london let's go right <laughs> right
0: get
1: all your bullets. uh i this this song so i wanted to turn this album off and then the song finished and then the album finished and then i stood up and i was just i took a deep breath and i was like finally it's right. it's over that's that's that was it. That was. What See, I that's that that's
0: the thing with me because as I've mentioned and Brad's mentioned, we yeah. loved like this album up to this point. And then for me, Eminem as soon as I me. get to this album of uh, this song, sorry, I will just listen to the verses, and then as soon as the beat switch up happens, and I know Eminem's coming on, just yeah. end the album, and then it doesn't leave the final voice on a Griselda album. Eminem chatting shit.
1: I will flamingos. say I will I will agree with you there. Eminem ruined it even more. <laughs> he yeah. just left he leaves a sour taste in your mouth, you know?
0: From a business point of view, it makes sense that Eminem is on your album because Griselda aren't the biggest rappers in the world. They're they're no, coming. Of in, course, in and
1: Eminem right? is.
0: Yeah, he's one of you can't argue that he is one of the biggest rappers of all time, potentially the
1: biggest rapper of all time. Yeah.
0: But at least come with some good bars then. It's just, just not, not good Come track. with shit.
1: something, something, just anything yeah, just to add, not subtract. In track. theory,
0: it works. Like, right, if this album came out 10 years ago and you were like, M's on this album, yes. Fucking but no, now, yes, get it. He's released so much shit that as soon as I saw that name, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh,
1: this, no. This is
0: going to be bad. And it, it just was. It leaves, it annoys me because it's the final verse. And, like, why? Why are you doing that? It
2: just puts... It leaves it on a sour taste, don't it? I've said about... it, Like, in album endings. I've said a lot about album endings over, like, the course of these, like, few Mm. weeks, right? It's important. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Mm.
0: But the one thing is, you can tell it's not meant to be the end of the album. Because you have an outro, and then you have this. It's completely tacked on. It feels Mm -hmm. just like completely the label's decision... To say they had by no the way, say this song, you've also got to put Eminem on it. He's got the final verse on the album. Is that cool? No worry, guys. See you later. Good album, by the way. And it just mm. pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So moving on. Final oh, thoughts. So oh, no. We will start with you, Dylan. Please, you, please. Because I'm yeah. most opinionated. So we'll get out of the way. So, final thoughts on this album.
1: Final thoughts. I know this album is not for me. Yeah, Right, that is very, very clear Is not for me There are some parts about it I can respect mm. But again the, the target audience is not me I didn't enjoy any of it mm. Like, there's nothing I Could pick out of there and go Do you know what, I'll listen to that, nothing for me So that, that again, this is just my opinion But I'm giving this A one, because I would never Listen to it again A one! A what? Okay. Yeah, I'm not giving it a zero. You should be happy with that. I would not listen to any of this <laughs> oh ever God. again. Like mm. ever.
0: Bro, the, all I'm all I'm thinking of is that's the same rating you gave to Arctic Monkeys. And it's like surely you can
1: appreciate this no. on a musical level. No, I can't because it was all the same to me. Honestly, this is the same level as Arctic Monkeys for me.
0: Oh it's that gosh.
1: unlistenable. <sighs> I just (laughs) shat a
0: brick and then got Virgil to write brick on my
1: brick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck's sake. See, I don't even get that. Fuck's sake. Right, we move. (laughs)
0: Right. We (laughs) We move move. on before I flip out. Right, Brad, final thoughts.
2: Yeah, so for me, like, it's just a solid overall album. Mm. Uh, I feel like it's so it's very themed in sort of like their lifestyles. Um, Maybe it could have done with a bit more storytelling as such because there are stories in there. It's just not developed. Yeah. Uh, some of the, the, the verses were the standout performers. Like say, the standout performers, you can't really discredit any of them. I'd say saying yeah. that any of them were worse than the others because they all brought something different. Like Westside brought his personality. You had Conway for his just cocaine flow. And then for me, Benny just come in with those punchlines and always had those good verses. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, like overall, all three guys sort of matched the challenge. Uh, there were some dead ass fucking features. Um, (laughs) which bumps it down a little, in my opinion. Mm. So, overall, I'm going to give it seven. Okay,
0: yeah. That's eight points too
1: high, bro. Anyway. (laughs) Eight points too high.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What you said there, Brad, I pretty much agree with, to be fair. But I think I do... I feel like the highs on this album are so high for me that I'll probably rate it a little bit higher because... This is my shit, basically. It's important to know that, yeah, like, Dylan, yeah. you're not a hip hop fan at all. No. And me, like, I like I've mainstream hip hop. Yeah. I've already mentioned that I've, I love Wu Tang Clan, And to me, Griselda yeah. are bringing back that style and that sort of attitude as well, because it's just that gangster rap from the 90s. Yeah. It kind of disappeared for a bit, you know? And anytime they mention murdering someone, I enjoy it. Like, I'll just, I'll straight up. That's fair.
1: That. It's fair.
0: And, like, as there's, like, some of my favourite hip-hop songs recently on here. But, as you said, a couple of dead features. A couple of songs that you kind of could have left off the album. So, to mm. me, like, a 7.5 is definitely, like, for me, you know. But yeah. it's an album that I'd listen to a lot and enjoy a lot. But it's it's, it's definitely got its flaws. So, yeah, I'm happy but... with a with a 7.5. And we move cool. on before Dylan wait, Dylan, I can hear some guys pulling up outside your crib. Uh, you might want to go check the front door. I've Where's got a, I... let's go. Let's fucking hey, go. Yo. Hey yo, I heard you hated my album. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, for fuck's sake. That sound right. is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Mm.
0: i bet you you will listen to this album again in two months and feel different. We'll see. Let's we'll hope.
1: See. Hmm. Let's hope.
0: So, mm. Brad, have you got yeah, yeah. a little question for
1: us? Yeah,
2: i got a question. Got a question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to make these a bit weird, right? All right. So, All yeah. right, <laughs> uh, cool. So my question is, if there is one celebrity that could punch you in the face, who would you want it to be? Oh. Uh, punch
0: you in the face?
2: Punch you in the face. Um, so there's a celebrity comes up, smashes you square in the jaw.
1: This is who a you great question. Him? Okay, you I, I
0: know my answer. Yeah, yeah. Dinosaurus. I not for it. Ganassaurus, <laughs> the Arsenal mascot. I want him to punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> I mean, the Arsenal
1: team already do that anyway, week in, week oh, out. Yeah, so... They do punch me. They also shit the on you as well
0: every week. Yeah. No, no, no. I want, I want <laughs> to take a run up and just fucking launch those hands level at me, level one Come in at the at me. face. Fair. In front of everyone in the Emirates Stadium, I want to go viral. Like the halftime be the first show, first man to get knocked out by Gunnarsson.
1: <laughs> oh. Right, um, I'll go next. Oh, I'm goodness. gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jason Momoa. Right, I want right. Jason You're Momoa. Be dead. <laughs> right. That's the thing, right? I mm. here's the thing, right? I want Jason Momoa to punch me straight in the fucking forehead, right? <laughs> Purely because. <laughs> Dylan, Purely because, yeah, go on. Can
0: I ask a quick question? Is yeah. he wearing his Aquaman costume as well?
1: <laughs> no, he's wearing nothing. That's the best part okay. about it, right? You're uh, wearing nothing, right? So I want him to punch me straight in the forehead, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if I die, I go down in legend as the guy who died because I got punched by Jason <laughs> Mamar. And if I survive, that like, if I survive, there we go, I'm legend. I, I I just I win at chilling. life because I just not, survived the Why
0: punch. not go all out? Why stop uh, Jason Momoa? Why not go with Francis and Garlu?
1: <laughs> but, listen. <laughs> See, that's just us. Ar- that's just suicide. You know what? I know what I might be able to...
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah well, what about you, Brad? You must have had a thought about this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was-
2: I've been, I've been seriously thinking about it. I'm like, you got a question, right? There's a few things you got to think about, right? So, yeah, yeah. If, if you're gonna get punched by someone in the face as a celebrity, can you make a bit of money out of it, right? Oh, yeah. Second of all, do you want someone who's gonna like hit you so hard that you go unconscious, or do you someone that's gonna give you like a pussy hit and then you can mm. smack them back and they're gonna knock them out probably, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Right.
2: There's a lot of lot of fault that's going into this. There process, is a lot, you know? way too right. much fault. And you know, like when. <laughs> When You're saying like Francis and Garnu. I'm like, do you know hmm. what? If he that man punched me in the face and I lived, I could tell the that's tale true. afterwards. That's true, you right, could write I a book, like, that's the you thing.
0: Literally, write a, a two page book and it would Mate, sell, like, That's your picks.
2: YouTube channel, sorted.
0: Bro, I like, survived. <laughs> I'm
2: like, I survived the Francis and Garnu free hit. Oh, Honestly. Man. That man has the record for the hardest punch in a machine ever. Yeah.
1: yeah But that's think the thing. You won't survive yourself. that. I don't think you'd survive that, Brad. I'm not going right. to lie to you, bro. I, I feel like I could survive it. He's not going to. No, if me. you're standing <laughs> there and he punches he's, you, he's, you're dead. He's not going to cave. I
2: confirm head it. In, it. No, I'm fucking on that, mate. I'll, I'll knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know right. that's my answer? Francis and Garner. I'm taking that hit. Fair play. Fair Fair, fair. fair play.
0: Honestly, I did not expect that we would be discussing this, but anyway, no, <laughs> it's been an interesting episode. Okay, Very so interesting. Next episode, we're doing right. something a bit different because yep. we're, we're actually right? doing a fan poll to decide what film and album we're watching. So yes. we actually don't have any recommendations for next week. So Weird. fan choice episode 10. I'll see awesome Yeah, today, check right? out
1: the uh check out the Facebook, you know? Yeah. 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 All right. Gucci. See you guys later.
0: I mean, Dylan, the the Facebook will already be done by the time this episode's yeah, yeah. out.
1: So. Well done. <laughs> oh well. Well, you know what? We move. We move.
0: We we will move on, right? Yeah. So I'll see you guys next week for our fan chosen edition episode. Yeah,
1: boy. <sighs> Bye-bye. Later, squad. Boop, boop,
0: boop.